0: That, that's what he wants. He, he wants that whole note, that this, the, the pageantry of this whole thing, uh, Michael.
1: Uh, yeah, Trump does want that. And Trump also wanted this to be broadcast at prime time, which is why he decided to, he wanted to turn himself in during prime time to garner more media attention. So um, now the only, so I don't know exactly why the authorities there gave him such uh, uh the motorcade and, and so many officers on motorcycles, unless there were credible threats, okay, which, you know, it, it, that could be it. But at the end of the day, this is, uh, that yesterday was a good day for the American rule of law. Yesterday was a good day for African-Americans as well, because I've been going through reading the 98-page indictment, and we saw at the core of this was, Uh, African-Americans who were vilified. Ruby, Ruby Freeman, Shea Moss, their lives were turned upside down. It, it was, you know, African-Americans looked at it as, as those who were cheating. They're trying to, uh, Trump is trying to get 11,780 votes and invalidate the votes of African-Americans. And it's, it's so important for people. What, what, what's been missing from a lot of this analysis is the day before January 6th, 2021, was the January 5th uh, uh, senatorial elections in Georgia where not just John Ossoff won, but Reverend Raphael Warnock won again. He beat Kelly Loeffler. If you understand the history of Georgia's 1963 runoff election law, which is championed by a segregationist Democrat in the state legislature in Georgia named Denmark uh, Groover, it was designed to prevent African-Americans from having statewide political power in the first place. So Reverend Raphael Warnock defied the odds, not once, but twice. So this helped to fuel a lot of this white supremacist anger once again. So no man or woman is above the law, the full weight of, uh, and, and you know, Donald Trump thought white supremacy was his superpower, but he found out a black woman is his kryptonite.
0: All right, all of the thugs in the RICO case in Georgia turned themselves in. No, I'm not talking about the young thug case. I'm talking about Donald Trump and his imps. Uh, here are the two mugshots of the folks who turned themselves in today. Uh, Trevion Kuto, uh, of course, uh, the black woman, former publicist for Kanye West and for um, for uh, R. Kelly, uh, turned herself in. Boy, that's one evil-ass-looking photo right there. Uh, Violation of the Georgia uh, Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organization Act, conspiracy to commit the solicitation of false statements and writings, influencing witnesses as well. All right, let's show uh, the uh, man who showed up in his clerical uh, collar. Uh, he was the uh, uh, he was the priest involved. We got that photo. All right, come on, let's show it uh he is from illinois uh he was not at all happy about turning himself in stephen lee uh same thing he was involved in this uh he uh they were the last two turning themselves in here are the 19 mug shots of all of the uh the gang the trump gang uh that um uh well, that's donald trump's uh mugshot, literally thinking he's supposed to look tough no fool, you look ridiculous. Kenny uh, uh, Chessbro, that's his photo. Keep going. Mark Meadows, uh, he tried to get out of it. Mike Roman, let's see here. Uh, Misty Hampton. Ray Smith, yep, pretty evil. Robert Cheely, yep, former head of the Republican Party in Georgia. Rudy Giuliani, hmm Scott Hall, let's see here. Keep going. Sean Steele. That's right, Sidney Powell, that idiot, by the Jacker Law license, of course. There's Stephen Lee again, uh, Trevion Coody. Let's go, keep going. Kathy Latham, she needs some sun. Man, she's pale as hell. David Schaefer needs some sun too. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Clark, uh, yeah, he looks confused. Uh, Jenna Ellis, she actually uh, posted something on Twitter. I absolutely hollered at laughing. John Eastman, that line, sob. Uh, he's uh, there. And this idiot, Harrison Floyd, who was the former head of Black Voices for Trump. OK, one of two black defendants. He is the only one who is still in jail. Of course, he was director of Black Voices for Trump during the 2020 election campaign. He was indicted for violating Georgia's anti-racketeering law, illegally influencing witnesses and conspiring. To solicited a false statement. According to the indictment, he repeatedly harassed and attempted to pressure uh, a black election worker, Ruby Freeman, to make a false statement. Now, it's not completely clear why Floyd did not negotiate a bond agreement. Could it be he's broke as hell? His previous arrest could explain why he's still in jail. Floyd was arrested in May for assaulting a federal officer attempting to serve him with a grand jury subpoena. That's never a good thing, player. Uh, And so I had a bond hearing happening there in Georgia. Now, of course, uh, Donald Trump, uh, Mr. in circumstance, turned himself into uh, Fulton County authorities yesterday um, uh, during prime time. Uh, And of course, um, you know, they had the motorcade and all of this sort of stuff along those lines. I'm not sure why. I I don't quite understand, Matt, what the hell that was about. Uh, I've seen former President Barack Obama, when he has gone places, he, he didn't have, like, a 20 motorcycle. I mean, that was sort of like a motorcade for the existing president, not somebody who used to be in office. Um, what, what did you make of that? Uh, all the Because, again, for the Trump people, they love the pageantry of all of that. I'm not sure why it was required.
2: Well, I think it's kind of, excuse me, part and parcel with him litigating his case in the public sphere. I mean, what he's trying to do is poison the jury and trying to give credence to the idea that he's not the former president, but he is going to be president again and should get some kind of special treatment. Um, Just the bravado with which he and all of these others are addressing this case is really kind of absurd to me, because generally people are considerably more afraid of uh, federal charges and anything like this, like a Rico type charge, is a pretty scary charge. So for them to not have any concern, or at least any outward concern, I think it's to continue playing this part that he's the president, he's Teflon Don, he's untouchable, and he's going to beat these charges. I think that's why he had all of those cars in the motorcade. And as it relates to Floyd, you know, he's on no bond from what I read which would explain why he did not make any um, agreements with Fannie Willis' office relating to bond and conditions before um, turning himself in. But that's pretty important, actually. It's one thing I always counsel clients on, is before you go turn yourself in, you want to have everything figured out because it's much more difficult to get your bond situation figured out if you're already behind bars. But in terms of turning themselves in and the way they've approached this, I think it's all part of the, the show that they're trying to play. And, you know, in terms of poisoning the jury, And to go one step further, I think it's crazy that they are attacking the judges and prosecutors and all the people involved in these cases, because ultimately, you know, the case doesn't get litigated in the public—the court of public opinion. It gets litigated in a courthouse, and that seems to me to be the worst way to plead your case is by attacking those who are a part of the administration of the case.
0: I I, I just don't understand, Michael. First of all— Atlanta police and Fulton County Fulton County uh sheriffs, they didn't have to accede to that. They could have simply said, You don't you don't deserve all of that. You don't uh I mean, y- you're not the president anymore. And so guess what? You not had to stop at red lights. I mean, this 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 to me, go to my iPad. I mean, I, I'm not quite understanding uh all of this. Matter of fact, let me just roll it back. I mean, this is the beginning of it. Uh two, four, six, eight, Ten twelve fourteen sixteen seventeen eighteen, nineteen, i mean you know nineteen motorcycle cops uh leading and like this is the whole i i i don't get it again to me uh again, what that does is that um uh that that's what he wants he, he wants that whole note that this the, the pageantry of this whole thing uh michael
1: uh yeah Trump does want that, and Trump also wanted this to be broadcast at prime time, which is why he decided to, he wanted to turn himself in during prime time to garner more media attention. So, um, now, the only, so I don't know exactly why the authorities there gave him such, uh, uh, the motorcade and, and so many officers on motorcycles, unless there were credible threats, Okay, which, you know, that could be it. But at the end of the day, this is uh, that yesterday was a good day for the American rule of law. Yesterday was a good day for African-Americans as well, because I've been going through reading the 98 page indictment. And we saw at the core of this was uh, African-Americans who were vilified. Ruby, Ruby Freeman, Shea Moss, their lives were turned upside down. It, it, it was, you know, African-Americans looked at it as, as those who were cheating. They're trying to, uh, Trump is trying to get 11,780 votes and invalidate the votes of African-Americans. And it's, it's so important for people. What, what, what's been missing from a lot of this analysis is the day before January 6, 2021, was the January 5th uh, uh, senatorial elections in Georgia where not just John Ossoff won, but Reverend Raphael Warnock won again. He beat Kelly Loeffler. If you understand the history of Georgia's 1963 runoff election law, which is championed by a segregationist Democrat in the state legislature in Georgia named Denmark uh, Groover, it was designed to prevent... African Americans from having statewide political power in the first place. So Reverend Raphael Warnock defied the odds not once but twice. So this helped to fuel a lot of this white supremacist anger once again. So no man or woman is above the law. The full weight of uh, and and you know Donald Trump thought white supremacy was his superpower, but he found out a black woman is his kryptonite. And this is what, this is what a lot of them are going to find out, including those two negroes as well. So I hope I hope the uh, full weight. Of the uh, of her department comes down and puts all of them in prison.
0: you know what uh you know kelly as as I sit here and i, I look at just uh you know, th- th- this whole deal i mean you already see. Uh, Trump again, again, you know, he wanted this image right here on Fox News. This is what Fox News was showing. And so he wanted that. Now he's literally selling uh, merchandise with his mugshot. Uh, One of the networks reported that uh, him and his people were on the plane talking about the look and he wanted to be a menacing look and they were like so everything was about the presentation (laughs) remember this is what this guy this is all this guy cares about uh and now that this has happened now the legal battle uh goes on and this is now the moment where Ralfani Willis uh, now has to then begin to apply the screws that Kenneth uh, Chesbro, uh, you know, he thought uh, he was going to get away with a slip one by demanding a speedy trial, requesting November 4th. She was like, yeah, we're good. October 23rd. And so if that actually happens, we're talking about the first trials, October 23rd, and then... Uh, you know, only, only imagine what happens if that guy gets convicted, if you're the other people. We already see one of the, 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 the former mar Mar lago worker uh, in the document case already flipped, get a new attorney, and was like, yeah, uh, my, my initial statement, they were not correct. That's what you're also looking to see happen here. If these people begin to look up and go, oh, shit, I could actually go to prison.
3: <laughs> I mean if they haven't had that revelation yet, I don't know what's going on because your mugshot is out there now. You know, th- this is not for play-play. This is this is the real deal, and this is actually happening. We are not in a vortex. This is not AI. You really have been convicted... Uh, not convicted. Speaking it into existence. You have been charged with a RICO charge, and th- this is the real world, right? And it is not surprising to me that Trump uh, did all that yesterday. If there's one thing he knows how to do well, it is to uh, position himself to exploit himself by way of media coverage, because he is still of the impression that all press is good press. And in his case, that more or less has been true for the past almost decade now of him being in our news cycle because of his blatantly, uh, right now, allegedly illegal shenanigans. Um, I am surprised, however, at how dusty he looked, the mango Mussolini, in these mug shots. You know, I heard that he was talking about how, you know, he's looking up, you know, how to look all menacing and all this stuff. I'm sorry, you've known for a whole, you know, couple of weeks and some change that you were about to have this mug shot. I'm, I'm bringing the glam squad. I'm, I'm filling in that, you know, bald spot. You mean, you so mean, you mean, you mean,
0: you mean this glam? You mean this glam squad? Uh, Ew, mm.
3: why'd you do that? Ah.
0: Well, you said glam squad, so I mean... I
3: That's I'm, not glam squad. Mm-mm. Oh, I mean, that, that's makeup. Uh, now you know. Um. You know. But nevertheless, uh, <laughs> you are a mess. Um, all that to say, it, the, people are wo- woefully unprepared regarding this case. <sighs> Everybody except the DA, Fannie Willis. You know, she was ready yesterday. She was literally waiting for them at the dope. So I don't know what's going on with these uh defendants. Um, uh, but get get your coins ready because Trump's not about to pay you. Um, he's not about to pay for you. Um, yeah, you you got some stuff to do now. You got a month. Oh, well, look,
0: look, I'm telling I'm telling you, Matt, uh, go to my iPad. This group right here, uh mm-hmm. somebody gonna flip, baby. I'm telling you right now, if 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 Chess Burrell, let's say he's found guilty. The other eight the other seventeen would be like, uh do I really 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 want a chance three four five six seven eight ten years in prison for this fool?
2: oh yeah, well first off let me let me stop first and say, mango Mussolini is by far the best name I have heard <laughs> thank you Kelly uh I could not control myself. that is hilarious, thank you oh, that all was right you? <laughs> moving on to here. Your- Oh, that was, I was dying. That was, that was golden. But yeah, you're not wrong, Roland. And you know what's interesting about that, particularly in something like a racketeering type case, that's exactly what you're going to see. You're going to see the dominoes start falling. You know, the bravado is, is fine now, right, when you're just in the news cycle. But when it gets down to it, especially if people who have the more difficult cases um, in this context, you know, get convicted, you're going to start seeing people drop like flies if they're not already uh, you know, and we it just hasn 't been reported yet, particularly if it 's somebody like the lawyer or someone else who 's not accused necessarily of doing an overt act but is accused of being really intimately involved in the actual collusion or the conspiracy if he or she or in this con- in instance Cheeseboro gets convicted. I think that really bodes uh not well for the rest of the people, and I think you 'll see people starting to try to cut um, you know cut bait and get out of it as quickly as they can. Um, because, like, if you look at his charges, all four of them are conspiracy, right? So, you know, it looks like at least he's not alleged of, uh, to have done any of those acts himself, but instead alleged to have been behind the scenes, I guess, pulling strings or otherwise uh, participating in the conspiracy. And if he gets convicted, particularly asking for a speedy trial, you can see the rest of them drop like flies. is my prediction.
0: Well, um, you know, the the thing that um, cracks me up. And I'm I'm trying to find this um, this tweet by Jenna Ellis, which I was kind of Mm -hmm. like, you can go to hell. Um, You know, she was sitting here uh, doing her little whining and complaining. I think she put up like a scripture or something. And she's like, this is just grossly unfair. You know what? You know uh, what they're doing to us is just 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 not it's just not right. You know, and now she's sitting here touting her defense fund has raised about a hundred and fifty thousand right. uh, dollars in all of this. And again, uh, you know, they're sitting. And, and I love it how now, you know, her all, all Twitter feed—it's uh, a whole lot of Jesus on her Twitter feed. And uh, that, that's that, that's what you're gonna need. Uh, that's what you're gonna need, Michael, uh, when, when you choose to stand with a thug they going to treat you like a thug, and you're going to end up like a thug. Absolutely. I think Jenna
1: Ellis used a Christian uh, crowdfunding uh, website. You know, she talked about how she didn't have the money to to pay the legal fees. There are going to be a lot of them flipping, uh, rolling. And last I heard, Donald Trump owes Rudy Giuliani $3 million in legal fees. And he's stupid. It, 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 he's exactly he's he's grossly stupid now Donald Trump has agreed to uh, appear at a fundraiser for Rudy so Rudy can pay his little legal fees and 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 stay out of prison uh but if Jenna Ellis or any of these uh uh, uh co-conspirators think that the charges are unfair i would encourage you to read the uh uh 98 page indictment and you can start on page 20 where it lays out it starts laying out the 161 overt acts that uh, Fonnie Willis has identified, okay, so no this is th- no, this is called justice, this is called karma, all right, so don 't do the crime if you can 't do the time i don 't want to hear any complaining because you all knew what you were doing. you just thought you could get away with
0: it uh, yeah, right. this is the uh, scripture that uh, uh, po- poor little Jenna uh, posted matthew five four <laughs> psalm thirty two ten and eleven uh, and I have to remind her, Chuck Colson found the lord when he was in prison uh, and came out and started started uh, a prison ministry um maybe uh jenna ellis you could be chuck colson 2.0 but he still went to prison i'm just saying mm-hmm. i'm just saying all right now if
1: you like the type of information that was shared here today i i mentioned this earlier uh visit our website the com, the com and uh, register for the online history classes that I teach on uh, Saturdays and Sundays, okay? Uh, Saturdays, and normally I would teach one today, but I said, uh, okay, we're gonna uh, interview Dr. Chike Akua, Um, so next Sunday we'll be in class. But Saturdays, um, I teach a 12-week online course that I created uh, called Ancient Kemet, one of the original names for Egypt, Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, understanding the transatlantic slave trade where they didn't teach you in school. We deal with thousands of years of history and what leads up to the transatlantic slave trade taking place. We had a fantastic session yesterday. We dealt with the Dogon and uh, how the Dogon originate in the Nile Valley region of Africa, the Dogon of Mali. We talked about Benjamin Banneker uh, and it's believed that Benjamin Banneker's uh, grandfather, uh, Banneke, um was West African and possibly Dogon. Uh we talked about astronomy, all of this and the connection between the Dogon and Ancient Kemet, the supreme being amongst the Dogon, uh whose name is Ama, comes from amen Uh we, and we know amin amen, amen Ra Amin Rapata, the Supreme Uh being in ancient Kemet. So we do this class Saturdays, two PM to four PM Eastern Standard Time. It's on sale $80. It's a 12-week online course. This time around we're going to do 13 or 14 uh, session we do the sessions live all the sessions are archived and recorded so you can go back and watch it anytime okay so as soon as you register for this 12-week online course you can watch the class that we did yesterday and the previous weeks and even after the 12-week online course is over with you still have access to the full class this content i would say is pg-13 is not overly graphic or anything like that we i do a powerpoint presentation we have book references articles video clips we take you throughout history. We show some of the interviews I've done with some of, some of our scholars, like Professor Kaba Kamane, Professor Jane Small, Tony Browder, Doctor David M. Hotep, and others. Sundays I teach Black resistance movements from the Haitian Revolution, U.S. Civil War, Civil Rights Movement, and Black Power Movement, eighteen hundred to nineteen sixty-eight. We go through history chronologically and look at look at this history uh we look at what leads up to the civil war taking place we look at the reconstruction era jim crow era uh world war one world war two civil rights movement the black power movement to understand how we got to where we are today to understand where we need to go from here and i created both of these two uh curriculums uh we look at 80 to 100 articles in uh each class uh the book references as well the first class is about seven or eight books that we reference you don't have to buy any of the books Uh, we show you excerpts of the uh of the book right on the screen okay and i'm a historian i've been studying history 31 years Um, and this, these two courses that I teach is the culmination of a lot of research and interviews I've done, uh, on the African history network show. And I've been hosting the African history network show, I created the show. I've been hosting for 13 years as well. Okay. So there's a PowerPoint presentation with over 200 slides in, in the first class that we use, I put together the PowerPoint presentation, put together the curriculum, uh, also. For both of these classes. And, uh, we deal with thousands of years of history, uh, and what leads up to the transatlantic slave trade taking place. Uh, we look at work from Dr. David M. Hotel, but we we'll also talk about the 1619 project. Now, day is August 20th, 2019, the 403rd, uh, or 404th anniversary, I should say, of August 20th, 1619.